are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That was a very, very rough game. I've ever seen one myself. Uh, the Cardinals dropping the second game of the series in, well, I, w- I would love to say dramatic fashion. But it wasn't. They lose the game 8-4. to four. Behind an incredibly poor start from Jack Flaherty. A very frustrating start from Jack Flaherty. Oh, man. We're going to cover what happened in this game in a little more detail in our second segment. Our first segment, it's, it's time. It's time to press the panic button. Because the, the starting pitching, something is wrong with that in a very bad way. Dakota Hudson, yesterday, three and two-thirds an inning, out. Today, Jack Flaherty, three and two-thirds an inning, out. What is going on with these guys? The offense is finally starting to click, but the pitching can't seem to get it together. What is going on? Oh my God. Hey, real fast. Don't, you can, let me, let me just calm down for a second. <laughs> you can catch uh, Locked On uh, Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Moose Michaels, by the way. We're on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. You can catch us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, your smart device, whatever the keyword, the activation word is. You know, Alexa, play podcasts, Locked on Cardinals. Pull it right up. The best way to go about doing it. Uh, So the Cardinals starting pitching. Something needs to be done. And yesterday I talked about how Carlos Martinez has to come back as a starter. After tonight, I believe it is imperative that he comes back as a starter, and he does so quickly. Tonight was a mess. There's no other way to put it. There's no sugarcoating it. It was a straight-up mess. The offense, uh, it's still doing what it's doing, still clicking. Ozuna, another bomb. And again, we're going to get all into this some more a little bit later. But the pitching, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Four pitchers used tonight. Flaherty. Excuse me. I said three and two-thirds. Flaherty went two and two-thirds. Oh, my goodness. Five earned runs on nine hits and two and two-thirds inning, a walk, four strikeouts, two home runs. You will not survive in the National League Central pitching like that. You will not be able to go up against the Brewers pitching like that. Are you here? As, as Cardinals fans, I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. In the world that the Cardinals currently inhabit in the National League Central. You've got the Cubs who are scuffling at the moment. They're probably not going to stay that way. Just so we're all aware. They've kind of fallen out of the conversation at the moment. But they're they're going to be in the hunt at the end of all this. The Brewers pitching isn't much better than the Cardinals, but they're able to hit their spots, and they've got good relievers. They've got Josh Hader in there. 
The Reds and the Pirates, sure. Occasionally, they'll probably come across somebody that's pretty good. This reality that the Cardinals find themselves in is it doesn't matter how good that offense is. You could have Paul Goldschmidt hitting 425. If your pitchers, if you're starting pitching, can't go deep into the ball game, and if your bullpen can't put out fires, it doesn't matter. You're bleeding runs as fast as you can get them. It is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And I'm not going to be the guy that jumps on the front office. On paper, this all looks good. However, I think the first person you have to look at to try to fix this mess is Mike Maddox. It's what they're paying in the big bucks for, right? To be the pitching coach. He needs to come up with a plan to try to fix this. Yes, there's been times when Schilt probably should have made a move. I would have liked to have seen Miller in yesterday's game. That's why you're paying him all that money, right? To come in and be that guy? To help put out the flames? They had him warming up today. I would have liked to see him tonight, too. Miller can't be breaking case of. Miller's job is to come in and put these guys down. And yes, he's had a little bit of a rough outing, uh, you know, starting out. But he's getting better. I don't understand this Cardinals pitching staff at all. And uh, some of the guys on on the different radio stations around St. Louis, I was listening to Bernie the other, uh, was it yesterday morning? When he was talking about, if only there was a former Cy Young winning pitcher out there, Keuchel. Now, he wasn't being serious. He probably wouldn't say no to Keuchel, but you hear that a lot. You hear Keuchel's name coming up. We're at a point now that it's probably too late for that. We're at a point now where you're going to have to roll with what you got or you're going to have to trade for some pieces. And looking around, what are you going to trade and who are you going to trade it for? I I have no idea, but the answer probably isn't anything good. Probably not anything good. This was such a frustrating game to watch Flaherty, the guy who, in my opinion, is the future of this Cardinals pitching rotation. Go out and get shellacked like that? And we're still pitching to Yellick. And I don't understand why. Again, another home run. Almost all of his home runs so far this season, almost all of his home runs are from the Cardinals. The Cardinals are the only team that can't seem to get him out. The Cardinals are the only team that says, hey, man, there's the MVP. Let's serve him up a beach ball straight down the middle. Okay, Yellick, here you go. Just so you know, four-seam fastball, going to come in about 93 miles an hour, straight down the middle. What are these guys doing? This pitching staff has to be better. It has to be more efficient with its pitches. You can't be nearly 60 pitches deep and not even done with the third inning. What are they doing? What is Maddox doing that's helping these guys out? What is Schilt doing leaving them in there like that? If you're at 60, if you're, if you're at 60 pitches in the third inning, you're not going to make it past the fifth 
And I'm going to tell you, three of your five starters better be making it to the sixth minimum. Here's what we got to work with. You got Adam Wainwright, who's outside of that first start, been pretty decent. Nice quality start in his last one. But you can't count on him. He's the old dog of the pack, and I mean this with all due respect. You can't count on him to do that each and every single time. It's just not going to work. He might do it each and every single time, but you can't count on it. Okay? Dakota Hudson, blowed up. Flaherty looked good until tonight. He got blowed up. Waka, who knows? Who knows what's going on with Waka? He might strike out as many as he might walk. He might give up as many home runs as he does hits. I don't know. I mean, it is just the most frustrating thing. And then Michaelis, I, I love Michaelis to death, but it's obvious the league has adjusted to him. And he needs to make adjustments to the adjustments. So when you're looking at the Cardinals 1 through 5, every single guy has question marks. All of them. Some of them some pretty big question marks. And the thing is, outside of Carlos Martinez, there's really not anybody there waiting in the wings to step up. There's nobody currently on the trade market that I'm aware of that's going to be able to come in and help you out. You could go out and get Keuchel. Remember what happened with Greg Holland. And I'm not saying it happened with Keuchel. He's a left-handed pitcher. Maybe it's worth looking at. This is not the start the Cardinals needed. Not against a division rival who is currently just all the way foot pedal to the metal, foot to the floor, ready to take first place. The Cardinals have to be better than this. They absolutely have to. <sighs> all right, Brant, over for now. We're going to take a closer look at the game as a whole uh, in just a moment. I mean, just talk about incredibly. Frustrating games. This is going to be one of the most frustrating games I've ever seen the Cardinals do. Oh, man. Tonight was taco night, too, so a little bit of uh, indigestion. Probably not uh, helping out the mood. Uh, congratulations to Tim Reese uh, winning uh, the elusive no prize for yesterday with our uh, Trivia Impossible yeah, if you don't know what we're doing, uh, we got a trivia question we're going to ask every day. Uh, yesterday's question, the year is 1888, the future Cardinals franchise known as the St. Louis Browns playing in the American Association. We want to know which 20-year-old pitcher led the team with 45 wins. He answered correctly, and he said he didn't look it up. I'm going to, I'm going to believe him. The answer is Silver King, which Tim uh, correctly answered. Charles Fendrick Koenig played three years with the Browns, compiling a 111 and 49 record. He's among franchise leaders in wins, winning percentage, and complete games. An astonishing 154 complete games in 161 starts. That's not too bad, right? I don't think it's too bad. Uh, okay, want to do another one? A little trivia impossible? You gotta have the theme music when you're doing something like this. We're gonna stick uh, with the St. Louis Browns, May 2nd, 1882. The Browns played their first game in the American Association. George W. McGinnis was the starting pitcher. What was his nickname? Again, George W. McGinnis, pitcher for the St. Louis Browns in their first game in the American Association. He was a starting pitcher 
What was his nickname? Do you know? All you have to do, tweet your answer at LockedOnSTL or at Moose Michaels on Twitter, and you might win the exclusive no prize. Be sure to listen to us in the uh, brand new Himalaya podcasting app, curated playlist, and more. Beautiful UI, too. Second segment on the way next. We're going to break down the game, and, well, it's it's going to be rough. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Step right up. See the explosive yelling hit every ball out of the park. It's an amazing show he never misses. Because the Cardinals pitches never miss either. Straight down the pipe. Not once, not twice, not three times, but four times. If it wasn't for the Cardinals, this man may not be the MVP at the end of the year. Step right up and see him while you can. It's the amazing, explosive Yellick. Made all the better by crappy Cardinal pitching. That's about it. And I wish, I wish it was as, as lighthearted as that sounded. It's not. Cardinals, uh, as we mentioned earlier, dropped the second game of the series, 8-4 to four, to the Milwaukee Brewers. And, oh my gosh, it was a show... All night long. It all started in the bottom of the third. Lorenzo Cain, Yasmani Grandal, both homered. Brandon Woodruff doubled. By the end of that inning, Milwaukee led 5 nothing. Skip ahead to the fifth inning. Christian Yellick, all our favorite people. We just we just heard heard about him, right? The the amazing explosive Christian Yellick. Hits his ninth home run. On a fly ball to right centered field, scoring two others aside from himself. Milwaukee now leads eight to nothing. Ozuna hits a big fly ball, uh, two nothing, or excuse me, eight to two. And then uh, Molina singles, eight to three. And Colton Wong singles, eight to four. And that's where the scoring uh, pretty much stopped at that point. I, this, this game, I, I missed parts of the middle of it. My wife wanted to see that new show that came on ABC called Bless This Mess with Dak Shepard. I said, yeah, because it can't be any sadder. My wife likes the sad shows. It can't be any sadder than this. And I was right because it was actually a, a pretty funny show. Carpenter going 0 for 5. Goldschmidt 1 for 4. DeYoung 1 for 2. 
he had a uh, a walk in there. Goldschmidt didn't have any walks. He did have three strikeouts, so outside of his uh, one hit. Ozuna going uh, one for two, getting another home run, a couple of RBI. One for four for Jose Martinez. Uh, Molina going two for four. Fowler two for four. Wong one for three. So real fast, let's cover a couple of the bright spots. Dexter Fowler seems to be coming around. Still early, I know. You're going to see, you're going to hear me say it's early a lot. But he, he's currently 260 on the season. Now, his OPS still very low at 671. But batting 260, going two for four. And did have a couple of strikeouts, got on base, or left on base a couple of times. You can't complain about that. And if he continues to do that, you might try him out in that two spot, move Goldschmidt down. I think a lot of the key to the offense, which is starting to click, is getting getting that lineup a little bit deeper. Getting Goldschmidt either some protection behind him or moving him down. I believe you almost absolutely have to. Um, but the pitching, we mentioned Flaherty, two and two thirds, five runs all earned on nine hits, one walk, four strikeouts, two home runs. Gallegos only pitched two innings, two earned runs on two hits, five strikeouts, though. Helsley, he was a bright spot in this. Two and a third inning. Only gave up one run on one hit, four strikeouts, one home run. And then uh, Webb came in and pitched a, uh, a scoreless inning there. No, Obviously, no runs, no hits, uh, had one strikeout. 14 strikeouts between all four of those guys. And yet the Brewers are still basically manhandling the Cardinals. I saw a uh I saw a tweet saying that uh <laughs> a Wisconsin company was filing a paternity suit on the St. Louis Cardinals because yeah, they're your daddy. They're your daddy. St. Louis, uh, we've I've said this over and over again. These games matter. These games matter because this this is who you're looking up at. This is who you've got to beat, and guess what? You can't beat them right now. I was uh, talking to another guy on Twitter. He's very doom and gloom. Talking about how the Cardinals are going to be looking at fourth place by the end of the year. That this team cannot compete. Now, I disagree with him. uh, Not necessarily because of anything that I've seen so far, but just because it's still very, very early. Incredibly early at the moment. Now, talk to me come May, and then we can start talking maybe some doom and gloom. (sighs) But the idea, I'm going to stand by this. The Brewers had a lot of things go their way. You know, some bad calls from the umps. Some just weird plays like that ball between Matt Carpenter's legs in this game. A lot of things just went their way. They're striking out close to just as much. Their uh, offense, we're, we're, the runs... You know, I I bet if you took all the series together, it kind of even out. This they're not that much better, and I don't know what it is. It's the pitching. It always comes down to the pitching. That's what the Cardinals have to fix. They got to get the starters going deeper into games, being more efficient with the pitches that they're throwing. On the hitting side, you've got to. I saw Jose Martinez just swing at the most garbage pitch I've ever seen. At the, when, they left, when it left the brewer's hand, the brewer pitcher's hand, 
You knew it was going to be way outside. He swung at it anyway. I don't know if he was all tuned up trying to be a hero or what, but it was bad. You know, and then a lot of these guys waiting on the first pitch when that might be, if that comes out, he never swings on the first pitch. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, that's probably going to be the best pitch that you see your entire bat, unless there's some kind of a mistake. Anyway, the whole doom and gloom thing. Lots of things can happen between now and the end of the season. I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but, you know, Yellick could get hurt. Kane could get hurt. Hader could get hurt. Right? Same thing could happen to the Cardinals. Goldschmidt could go down. Molina could go down. Conversely, the Cardinals starting pitcher could fi- pitching could finally figure it out. They might trade for somebody that really puts a jolt into them. They might sign Keuchel, and Keuchel might be amazing. Despite the frustration with this game, there is no reason to believe that the season is over when it's only just begun. Doom and gloom is a little premature. That's all I'm going to say. little premature, so let's slow the roll on that, but let's be vigilant because there are some red flags about the starting pitching. And if that's the case, then you've got to be able to back that up somehow. But again, come May, we'll reevaluate and see where they are. Uh, that's really all I can say about tonight's game. It was that frustrating. I'm going to go and uh, try to digest these tacos now. And uh, you have a fantastic day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Don't forget, catch us on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, Google, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, your smart device, tell it to play Locked On Cardinals, and uh, rate and review this uh, podcast. Let me know what you think about it. And uh, we're going to come up with a way for you to leave messages, maybe do phone calls. I've about got it figured out. And so uh, as soon as I get more details on that, I will let you know. So until then, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.